This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about birthdays, internship hookups, and we got awesome emails about office banter. Go check it out, share it with friends. Boom. West Side, Sam Bjork, Laz, you're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are in the depths of your shitty summer internship season. We are in the dog days of summer. This is really when this thing, as the kids say, pop off. Okay? We, get, we go up a notch every summer, so this is the time. To tell a friend, family, but brother, sister, mother, father, Papa JT, give him the gift of these beautiful sweet nothings getting whispered into their ears every Tuesday and Friday. I want to extend the listenership, and I know you can do that with me. So keep spreading the word. And uh, you got, I gotta say, it's been a big week for for uh, Uncle J Train. It's been a big week. We, you know, we've had, you know. Law, we had a, we've had a loss with Man Samp, and it's a it's a sad, but you know I've I've got a lot of feedback, and we want to thank Chris for all his help with the podcast. He's still in the offices; it's not like he's out of our lives. But you know, a lot of you said some really nice things over Twitter and Instagram, and I and I gotta say, Man Samp's nuts were getting feathered pretty hard, and it's not it's not a you know you gotta. In life, I've learned, you know, there's a lot of goodbyes that are for good reasons. And that that was a that was one of them. It wasn't. It's, so some people were concerned that was there was a problem of some sort. It's good things. It's getting more jobs and getting more responsibilities and extending yourself. So um, we do again. Wish him luck. Um, and we we bring in, a, you know, an old, an, you know, he's he's been around before, but, you know, he's going to be more of a fixture here. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thank you. It's good to have you. Classic Shelb on Twitter. Uh, welcome. Thank you, America. Okay. <laughs> a weird start for you, but good. We're happy, <laughs> We're happy to have you there. Good. I like the new vibe. So I, I'm pumped. Um, so listen, big week for Uncle, G, Uncle J Train. Um, and, and, and I heard from all of you guys on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram. It feathered my nuts. So much feathering. <laughs> I'm literally chafing. On my nuts from the amount of feathering. I, it might have been too much feathering. Like my seam is worn down. It looks like a treaded path in the woods. 
the seam of my nuts from all the feathering. So I really enjoy it. And I want to thank you. JTrain56 on all platforms, except for Instagram, where I'm at Jared Fried. And I'm loving the gram these days. Digging the gram. I'm really using the platform more and more. So follow me on Instagram. I'm enjoying that platform a lot. Snapchat, JTrain56. Twitter, JTrain56. Also Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Jared Fried. I we have so many emails. I want to get right to it. I also want to make a couple announcements real quick. I know I, I know it's an announcement heavy front end of the podcast. But we're gonna get to our guest because it's it's an OKP and I'm very excited. <laughs> um, we're gonna have some bonus episodes coming at you. Okay, I took the the you know the recording device on the road with me. Some short rants, some longer interviews. It's gonna be some other stuff, and I I kind of think of podcast you know we're still evolving with podcasting and with instagram if someone posted 10 times a day i'd be like get the fuck out of here but with podcasts you know i know when i with the shows that i've become accustomed to that have become a part of my life i go to that feed and all of a sudden i'm like oh an extra episode popped up an extra epi for jt an extra epi in my feed are you kidding fine it's an embarrassment of riches it's never that i'm like oh stop taking over the feed and then sometimes you know if you see a bonus episode that says j train ran you know we did a we did a, a bonus episode while i was on the road last weekend in mohegan sun also people came to the shows of mohegan sun that was great so happy to see all your fu- your faces and i opened for steve ranazizi uh who was fantastic and so funny you should follow him and i we got an interview with him we got uh you know an interview with we got one of my buddies another comic who was the host for the show we got another bonus so those are going to come in, those are going to be trickling into your feed over the next few days so i just want to let you know also boston um i've mentioned this show before june 22nd i've been coming to boston i've been putting out the word i they called in the writing from the bullpen okay we had, there was some scheduling snafus so papa j train steps in to headline the whole weekend. This is a big deal. Laugh Boston, June 22nd through 24th. And listen, I'll, let, let me bring on my guest because he, he, he knows this as well as I do. We, you know, when you promote a show, he's so fantastic. Michael Somerville, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me, man. At Somerville Puns on Twitter. Go follow him, support him. He's, been, he's an OKP. He's been here. He knows the deal. <laughs> he's fantastic. Michael... This is great to have you. It's always a joy then, to be part of such an exciting week and time it's in your life. It's a big week. Big I, this is like on. my first like weekend headline. That's gigantic. That At is, Laugh Boston is a major club. That's the Super Bowl, man. When you start out, it's not. It's about getting that headlining weekend at the club, your home club, I mean, your hometown. Hometown. Uh, yeah. That's where I'm from outside of Boston. So, that's, And I know people listen to this from the Boston area. I get hits. I see I see the analytics. Yeah. I yeah. see those lits. <laughs> you see the lits. I see the lits. Okay? And no, man. That's not a VFW hall. That's no, not no, a no, bowling no. alley. That, that ain't no Knights of Columbus. No. 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 There ain't no 50-50 raffle. <laughs> We're bringing it. There's going to be fries and you know and burgers and chicken fingers getting so, getting tossed out while JT's up on stage Choo-choo. talking about his penis. Lo- <laughs> so it's a quality so, weekend of entertainment. It's a quality. So I just want to you know and you know this, people come to shows that like your stuff and there's this weird thing where like I'm a nobody. I understand that. And you listen to this guy, ah. you know, but you're listening to this guy on a podcast alone and you're thinking now I got to tell, you know, I want to go to a show, but how do I tell my friends? Yeah. It's, and you have to trust me Yeah, that it's going to be. A, and let me tell you, it's going to be fun. Bring your friends, bring your family. I've, I just did a casino for ages 20 
to fucking 90. Mm-hmm. And they all had fun. They so did. I know what you're thinking. There's there's a lot of pressure. And I do th- I understand the pressure on you as a listener in the Boston area thinking, I got to bring my, you know, got to bring my friends. But what if he fucking sucks? What if he stinks? The whole thing. Yeah, no, it's hard for people to know. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I, I'm a headliner doing a big show myself. And who did yes. I ask to come be on the show with me? J Train. Looking so, at him right here. That's, yeah, that's and we're the doing it tomorrow. If you're getting this episode early, Caroline's tomorrow night. We're going to be doing Michael Somerville doing a full hour. It's going to be great. But I can't think of anyone else I'd want on the show with me than you. So go definitely laugh, Boston, June 22 to 24. June 22nd to 24th. And I know, listen, it's a, it, I'm asking a lot out of you. But go look at how many hours of entertainment you've had for free. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking freeloading piece of shit. You're getting more yeah. in return. So now this is time. This is where Papa JT comes for his money. Yeah. <laughs> Okay? It's time to pay up. I, it's time to pay the piper. Okay? <laughs> so if you're in Boston, get a crew together. Get a group of four. Get a girl. Get a guy. Get a, you know, make it happen. Um, Mr. Somerville, you got a web series that's out? Yeah, man. So I did How to Blank a Man. It's uh, one-minute episodes, advice, bad advice on how to handle yourself Bad advice? You give the best advice. You always come here I with great stuff. I think it's good. Women never agree. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's spoof. It's silly. It's funny. One-minute episodes. And we just finished season two. So it's coming out in the next uh, next week or two. You'll see How to Blank a Man. It'll be all over everything. And YouTube. they can find it on their Twitter, at Somerville Pons. Twitter, Facebook, the whole thing. Awesome. So yeah. go follow Michael. He's a favorite here, a favorite of mine. Good buddy. And uh, I'm so happy to have him, him here. Uh, let's do some emails. You ready? Boom. Podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Send us anything. Send us anything. I'm loving the emails. Get better and better and better. Hell, let's do, let's do a fun one. Then we'll go. There seems to be some more serious ones. Dearest Jew balls. <laughs> this is called tech nerd banter needed. Toss some, saw some advice. I'm sending an email to a person I don't know. Consider them feathered. Toss some advice to the ex-fraternity stars that find themselves in a technology company. All companies have their cool cats, but talking to the tech side of the house can be a nightmare. I'm interested to hear what you and your esteemed guests have as far as topics for discussion with tech people. I'm quite sick of talking about privately hosted clouds and other conversations of sorts. Keep doing what you're doing, J Train. So I guess is what the question is: How does he talk to the tech people at work? Yeah, I think is that what he's asking? I'm confused. Like socially, I'm sending an email to a person I don't know. Consider them feathered. Toss some advice to the ex fraternity stars that find themselves in a tech. So he's an ex frat guy, gotcha. working at a tech company. Gotcha. How does he? Can't talk sports. Can't talk yeah, usual banter. It's going to be. It's a, well. I think when you enter a workspace from college, yeah. you got to get used to the new yeah. thing. The you got and you can't be. I, I think you know. I, I I had this experience at my like when I used to work in an office. Right. It's like you can't come in hot. Right. You're right. the young guy. No. You can't come in and be like. Crushing pussy all weekend. Right. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> you have to realize that there's like an office way of going about this behind closed doors. Yes. And you find the people yes. that you connect with. It's not going to happen right away. Right. Everyone right. in an office space isn't going to be the one you're going to be hanging out with. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to find your people, find your niche. But the, at the same time, good to be social with everyone. Of course. And there's cloud people. There's people who are going to talk about the cloud and the weather. Right. Literally, you're going to talk about the tech cloud and the cloud outside with certain people. <laughs> and then there's other people you're going to be talking about. How 
you can't believe it's Monday and you're still fucking drunk from the weekend. Yes, exactly. exactly. And, and you find those people, but it takes time. And you make sure you find the right, yeah, the right you, people. You don't rush it. <laughs> like, I have buddies of mine from where I used to work. I still talk to. I still, yeah. you know, call them up and say what's Definitely. up. And, like, you know, but it's not like the whole office. I'm not, and also, I'm not talking the tech department. Right, right. You know, yeah, it like, sounds like this guy doesn't have much of a choice. He's got to be he doesn't with have a, a choice. lot of tech people. And, lot, yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot, of, a lot of kashas. And he doesn't want to talk and about a lot keg of, stands and whatnot. Of, a lot of guys like my buddy Nimesh. Nimesh. A, lot of, a lot of guys with names we've never, never grew up with. Yeah. Can't find a keychain for. Yeah. You know, this is this no is the shot glass. Yeah, yeah. There's no shot glass for this tech department. And I get it. And you know what? It takes time. I think that's the it one does. thing. You, my advice to anyone that's working in that world, it takes time. And also, sports is real. For men, sports is the real. Combiner, yeah, it's the bi- the binding thing is a binding thing for a lot. But if not, I don't know, you know what also is pussy. <laughs> well, yes. I went on a date with a girl. Oh, I went on a date last night. We went to this great place. So I would make it, you know, food, pussy, sports. <laughs> those are the things that you can. That it doesn't matter who you are. Of those three, one of them's gonna hit. Well, and I would say to your point, I would let them uh, tell you, you yes. know, hey man, what'd you do this weekend? What do you do for fun? Some of those tech guys get some freaky lives online, man. Yeah, they man. they are going to all sorts of weird like sub internet rooms and stuff. For let them do the talk. Let, so yeah. don't launch your old. Hey, I went and did this. You know? I think at work it's always better to be a listener than a talker. Listen and listen, and listen, especially when it's like foreign turf like that. Oh, uh, and I, new no when you're new intended. and young and young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pun literally intended. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's do we're here with Michael Somerville at Somerville Puns. He's been on before. You love him. He's going to be he's gonna be at Caroline's tomorrow night. Uh, or tonight. <laughs> oh, I got a little. had a peanut you before. Got feather. A little, you got your little, throat feather. Yeah, throat feather. Holy Cuban shit. Old, uh... <laughs> How to play the birthday. Hello. Okay. J. Lou. I need some advice. Can't think of a better source of wisdom than a 32-year-old Jewish guy with a podcast. <laughs> I've been hooking up with this girl for a few months. Her birthday is coming up next weekend. Man, I hate. That's one of those things that you're like, okay, you're trying to dig for gold. You're like, I hope I'm a week after. I hope I date a girl a week after her birthday. Yep. yep. Not the week 51 before. 51 weeks then. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I want to be. I want her. Thir- I want her to be 30 and a week. Yes. You know? Especially and, if her birthday is December 25th or right oh, after a Christmas and, yeah, and Hanukkah. Yeah, I ain't dating girls around the holiday. Yep. It's a tough thing. Yep. Like, I've been uh, hooking with this girl. Our current situation is ideal. We have fun when we hang out, but aren't attached to each other at the hip. We text when we have something to say, but there's no obligation to communicate. This is right. great. Right. My dilemma is that her birthday is coming up, and I feel like... Uh, how I play the situation could rapidly accelerate our relationship or stop it dead in its tracks. 100% accurate. fucking right. He sees the train about to hit him, (laughs) except for this train, who's about to hit him with some knowledge. Damn. Okay? (laughs) I like this girl. Don't want to ruin the progress we've made, but I have some fun summer plans that I would like to enjoy to the fullest guilt-free. Ooh, guy wants to play. Uh, So I'm coming to you, TD Freed. How do I play this? P.S. Stop wearing that stupid Dolphins shirt in your snap. As a fellow Bats fan, it's disgraceful. (laughs) I know someone who works. I know someone intimately that works for the Dolphins. So sometimes I have some Dolphins gear. Oh, really? On And it's cool gear. Intimately. Intimately. Yeah. When's their birthday? Um, (laughs) His birthday. Oh, hello. His past. Well, you really branched out. <laughs> what do you think? What do you? What does he do? He, he's he's right on, and uh, I think it's it's one of those toughies where he he called the issue. Um, what I would do, it, it's 
first of all, is she going to do anything? Does she have friends? Like a meeting at a bar, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Uh, well, I had this situation once, and what I did is I actually took her out on a different night. I, I, not the birthday night. Not the birthday night. So you don't want to be part of the day. And I yeah. told her in advance, I said, I know it's your birthday. Unfortunately, I had this work thing forever. I can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that a lie or was that the truth? It was an absolute 100% lie. <laughs> and... <laughs> And you so, so, so there was no, there was no joke to that. Yeah, that was a hundred percent. No, one hundred percent lie. Because I knew being part of the day, as he says, puts it on you. Now it's either I'm spending the day with her or not. Yeah. Even worse, there might be a group. There might be her friends at a bar. Now it's you're, also now you're you become the guy. you become the you know with women the story is crucial. It's, so Mama Bear and Papa Bear are gonna say. What do you do on your birthday? Exactly. Well, there's this guy. Now you're in the the yeah. now you're in the fucking parent conversation. Everybody, and so yeah. you commit 100 percent to her on a day that's not her birthday. It was a Tuesday. Go, yes, I want to take you out. Can I take you out Tuesday? We'll celebrate. Blah blah. Off menu birthday. It's day. off menu. It's perfect yeah. because it says I want to do this. I want to recognize that I'm 100 percent, and I'm also under the radar as far as your life's concerned. Yeah, I, I think I think you're totally right. I think. Off the day, you don't want to be on the day. No, do not no. want to be on the day. No, um, but I, I, I totally agree with the advice. Um, I would, I, I would add to this. Please, that is what you do. You make sure it's on a separate day. Let her come to you mm. with the birthday information. Mm-hmm. You know the birthday is coming up, but you don't want to be ahead of the. You don't need to press it. Let her bring it up. Oh, when. Oh, your birthday's in a couple weeks? Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, be excited, but Absolutely. don't be the one bringing up this conversation. Absolutely. She, The minute she brings it up, you go, oh, shit, what do you, what's your plan? Right. What's your plan for right. the birthday? And she says, well, nothing planned yet. Maybe I know I, we usually do a birthday brunch with my girl. You know, like, she'll yeah. have something to say. Yeah. And then you say, well, okay, well, I'm bi- that day, I, I'm actually, I'm doing a work thing. Right. Just that like you said. Thing, right. But let's do a dinner um Earlier that week. Yeah. Or even if you want to be, if you normally see her on the weekend and hopefully her birthday is on a weekday, boom. Say, well, I can't during the week, but how about Saturday I take you out? Take you out. I think also do it before, leading in. Before, yeah, you're right. You don't want it to be after because you want to have her say to the girls at her birthday, dinner, brunch, whatever – he already took me right. out. Like it was really nice. You you want that to be the the story at the brunch? Well, because she didn't want to feel like an idiot. I'm sleeping with this guy. He did nothing. Yeah, so that's gonna wanna, make her feel bad. That's gonna have the artillery. Yes. That's gonna ruin your fuck. Right. You want to have yeah the artillery in her bed. You want oh, her? No, no. He took me. He took me out. Yeah. He took me out. You want that? You want that fucking sheath full of arrows, full <laughs> of your that's it. <laughs> of your full full of your dick arrows. I full recognized of your, it. I did something. I did something first. Yes, and you were ahead else. of it. So right. get ahead. Don't do it on the day. Right. And then because you do it if you do it after the day, then all the girls are saying, well, "What's this mean? What's, this what's mean? it? You know, it becomes questions Absolutely. of 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 future. Absolutely. Instead of the past. And it, you're right. And then it's after the fact. She's mad. And uh, if before the day, it's like Hanukkah. It's eight days of celebration. Yes. You took her out. Her birthday's still coming. Yeah. It's be, all part of the week. Be the dreidel. Yeah. Night one <laughs> present. Be a night one present, baby. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with michael somerville at somerville puns uh let's do let's do this one this one seems serious and i, I trust you with the serious I, I think we take these all serious i take them all yeah of course <laughs> why is j train i need your help i love your podcast find it to be a great share with my friends and coworkers. totes preach bud i am about to graduate from an upper middle lower third tier university in the northeast and i'm worried about the mental health and general well-being of one of my closest friends from my hometown shit 
We go to separate universities, but over the course of the last eight months, I've seen him deteriorate and become someone I don't recognize. We lived together this summer at my parents' summer house and spent a lot of time together and everything was uh, normal. Suddenly, once the once we began the school year acting really strange, even from texts, it was obvious. He was always interested in drinking and drugs, but uh, suddenly became his only interest. He began having problems with anxiety, told me that he even attempted to commit suicide last fall. After this first attempt, he was kicked off his sports team at school for stealing money from a teammate in the locker room, and he was allegedly using that money for cocaine. Uh, This winter break, uh, he came home and was afraid to leave the house and was basically a broken person because of how depressed he w- and a- anxious he was. He eventually started seeing a different therapist, was put on antidepressants. I thought he was getting better for a while, but over the last two months, he's been acting weirder and, uh, than ever before. He's constantly lying and is clearly in a very bad mental health headspace. My parents even noticed how bizarre he was acting when they saw him last. He is constantly high on weed, even after his... Drug habit cost him his spot on the team. I'm worried beyond that. He is always posting insanely weird things on social media lately, making me wonder if it's some kind of cry for help. What should I do? Do I stage an intervention? Is this just uh, who my friend is now? This is a really serious. That's the real deal. Yeah, man. I don't open these before anymore. I used to. Yeah, you should start again. (laughs) 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 I mean, the title was intervention for a friend. All right. So, I mean, I knew what I was getting into, but I I trust you with it. Have you ever had to give a friend an intervention? Not in this situation, but yeah. I mean, I think anyone long enough has had a, you know. I've never been to an intervention. No, no. I've never never been to one, but I've been in situations where you have someone you're worried about. Yeah, man, I'm certainly no therapist or not qualified to, you know, address. But yeah, it sounds to me like there's got to be people like his parents, you know, the friends, people that you should talk to first that are close to him and say, what do we how do we address this? I'll say this. um, Yeah, I'm not equipped to tell him how to. There's people that like there's people that literally have the game plan for this stuff. Exactly. Like this. Yeah. So like, I, I think that's who you need to go to. I think yeah. he needs to go to like a specialist, someone who, cause there's actually like intervention professionals. Right. Like there's people and I'm not even saying the words right, but there's right. people out there for things like this. So right. I think you noticing it, it's okay to be like, this isn't my friend. I'm going to try and help, especially if they're a close friend. He lived with them the whole summer. Right. You know, the uncomfortable thing with people with addictions is, um, you don't they'll get angry at you they 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 you know for even bringing it up and i i've seen it with some people um and and you know where you're like oh this person's got a prop because like you know we all do the thing where sunday morning like and i've said it enough on this podcast you wake up on a monday and you're like i am never drinking again like we've got you know and then when you see someone with the addiction you're like oh I'm not. Right. I'm that's, not a dad. That's I, not me. I'm a never drinking again, drinking it again on Thursday guy. Right. right. And that is someone who literally needs to never right. drink. Can't again. drink again. Can't yeah. drink again. Just so because and it is a it's a disease. I mean, like to, when you see it, it's a different person. I totally yeah. understand what he's yeah. talking about because light I, switch goes. It's yeah. a light switch. So, yeah. um, but I also understand because I've I, with some certain people I've tried to be like. In his, it's so uncomfortable to say something because I right. like, and you'll be like, "I'm here for you, whatever," and they'll, they won't even answer those things. They right. just are that different person. So my advice to this guy is twofold: go to his parents and go to professionals. Yeah, professionals and parents, because you know he's young enough where his parents are probably still a part of his life. Right. In the way of, you know, and I think like it sucks he got kicked off the sports team. 
Yeah. You know, like that probably was a, you know, a family to him and gave him an outlet to like go and do stuff. So like, you know, you don't want to like, yeah, I would, I would think, and this isn't, I wouldn't want to like, you know, put him in a corner, you know, that just separates him more. Exactly. You know, where there's nobody around him to be like, get the fuck up. You know, with a team, someone's like, yo, you're being an idiot. Right. And the more he secludes himself, the more there's less people being like, you're an idiot. And he's like, you know what? I got to go medicate. And you get isolated. Get isolated. So I think isolating him is, to me, I wouldn't want that. Right. So I would say professional and parents right away. Yep. And you say to the parent, and the parents are going to be easier to talk to than he will be. Right. Oh, absolutely. So, so like, and that's the the thing is like, a lot of people will think, oh, I don't want to go to the parents. I don't want to get them in trouble. No, the parents are there to make sure he stays alive and gets well. well exactly. Getting him in trouble will be you going to him and him lashing out because he's embarrassed. Right. He doesn't. He thinks, right. oh, the that's world wrong. is talking about me. We all think we're the star of our own movie. Exactly. So he's gonna be like, oh my god, everyone's talking about me. This is, and it's like, no, you're just trying to help. But I think. When you go to the parents, they're gonna say they're gonna be appreciative. They're gonna be embarrassed too, but in a different way. Right. And they're gonna right. be like, okay, we gotta fucking figure this out. Yeah, you want people exactly people who are close and care is the important thing. And I think the thing to remember too is it's so easy to forget whether there's help for everybody. Whether you are addicted to something, it's drugs, alcohol, depression, uh, grief. You've lost somebody and you're sad and lonely. Yeah. Uh, as well as the people who are helping. You know, there's uh, that group Al-Anon is for people, families of people who are addicted to things, and mm. so because they need support too. And that's what I would remind all your listeners is that no matter what you're going through there are people out there who are also going through the same thing yeah. whether you're the one with the problem or you're the one there's suffering there's a community to lean on there, there really yeah. is and once you reach out it's amazing how much um, you as an example I lost a brother and uh, oh my I, you know it's a weird thing to in life and yeah. then it wasn't until I started you know kind of talking about or reaching out I realized how I found out how many people in my life actually lost a sibling as well and it's really? stunning it's a shockingly high and number it, and it felt better to you, you feel like you're not alone you feel like yeah. you're not this weird like yeah you also you have someone to connect with it's a you know fraternity that not that you want to be part of that fraternity but all of a sudden you do you feel a lot better and a lot more like oh shoot i'm not alone in this world with what i'm going and through. these feelings i'm having aren't crazy exactly and exactly. these oh the, look at we're we're in this together that's exactly right that's and, it uh yeah and i think if, if you're going through something like i i think there's also this worry that like especially at a young age i'm gonna get in trouble mm-hmm. and it's like Stop worrying. I, and right. I know this is easier for me to say than to do, but like nobody wants to get someone in trouble. No, it's no. more. No one wants to be. No one wants to ground you for having an addiction. That's exactly nobody right. wants to ground. Like all they want to do or is get you out of the you, addiction. Exactly. People want you to be okay. The people that love you most. So yeah. I. So dive into those people. So for this guy, the friend, dive into the people that love him most, which yeah. you are one of those people right now, and the way you can help best is to go to his parents yeah. and go to the professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Listen, maybe the, maybe one of his friends, maybe this friend also needs a shave. You know, maybe... <laughs> maybe... You, maybe you do transitions better than anyone I've ever met. Best in the business, maybe. <laughs> maybe this guy needs, you know, maybe he's just got to clean, you know, his friend's got to clean up. Right. Well, so do these listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy's got to clean up his act. Well, you guys well, need to clean up that? your beards. <laughs> and you can do that with Harry's razors. Listen, I love Harry's razors um, because one, you know what you're doing when you're shaving? Not doing drugs and alcohol. There you go. You know? <laughs> number one. <laughs> number one. That's the number one thing. Also, they come right to your door. I just, you know, the shipment, when it gets to me, now, I used to be like, oh, fuck, I got to shave. And then I'd be like, 
in the garbage looking for old razors because yes. I, you know, CVS is closed. I've been there. No more CVS, no more Dwayne Reed, no more Walgreens, no more Costco, no more. <laughs> All that shit is done. It's delivered. The mail, I used to do this thing. I used, when I worked in life insurance, I'd sold life insurance. And then one of the, you know, every Monday they'd have these like guys who are making major money, yeah. give these speeches. And the one dude, I'll never forget, he was like, make the mailman work for you. The mail, a, you know, a letter costs 40 something cents to send. So he was like, you could invest $10 and send out all these mailings to people directed marketing. And now the mailman is your person delivering these things. The mailman works for you. That's interesting. So that's an interesting way to like turn yeah. that on its head to yeah. think about it. So make the mailman your uh, your personal assistant. Yeah, for by 40 cents. signing up for Harry's. Now it's a oh, who's gonna get my my razors? Not me, my assistant, <laughs> Mister Mailman. Yeah. So yeah. listen, go to Harry Father's Day also. Father's Day. This is a perfect, this is a no-brainer Father's Day gift. You can get like engravings. Father's Day is around the corner. Dads are impossible to shop for. I don't think that's true, but I, <laughs> I, I, I think dads are okay. Uh, Harry's have a special offer they're going to love, and dad's going to love it too. $5 off their shave sets, including a limited edition Father's Day set. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Right now, redeem a special offer for fans of the show. Harry's will give you $5 off one of their shave sets. There's for This is for a limited time, so act now. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Get $5 off. Help support the show. Listen, it's a perfect Father's Day gift. Um, I got it for my dad. It's going to be great. Um, and I just love that it gets delivered to me. That's the best thing about Harry. So, by your listen, assistant. By your assistant, Mr. <laughs> Mailman. So go to harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain. Do it now. Get it out of the way. Get it done. That's, that's the biggest thing. Once it's done, you feel like you've done like a thousand chores. <laughs> that's fantastic. This is the longest email. I'm not reading that. Um, shitty summer internship may not be so shitty. Dearest jtrain, original key listener here. Uh, oh, he writes, Dearest J Train, Zabuma Jew. I don't know what that means. R.I.P.? It's like a kid show reference, I think. Oh. Original key listener here going through the backlog for a second time at the office to help me my day move along. So I just started my shitty summer internship. There happens to be two babes interning with me, but in a different group, and I do not work that closely with them. There's a total of about 12 interns split evenly uh, between dicks and chicks. My question is, what is the plan trying to eat, uh, eat where I shit at the work? The interns generally go out on Wednesdays to block parties, so I'm obviously going to start doing that. <laughs> so what would be the way to pound town through that? Any help would be totes preach. Love the podcast. Thanks for everything. Hope this makes it on the... Uh, sincerely, P.S. Great job on Snapchat as well, responding to everyone that messaged you. I do respond on Snapchat. P.P.S. A hypothetical. And it's one we've already done. What do you think? How does he? Uh, has he play the internship? I don't know. It's a summer internship. It's a summer internship. So he's, but I mean, they have these block party trips, which is great. To, wait, what is a block party trip? I don't know. It's like a, it's a party. So yeah, it's like, just, yeah. They probably go to a place where there's a ton of bars and uh, for a happy hour or something on Wednesdays. I, I mean, I don't know if this is the right call, but I say J Chain full steam ahead, man. How many Wednesdays are left in the summer that you're in this internship? It's times a wasted. Times a wasted. I would say like groundwork this Wednesday, close the deal next Wednesday. The move is with any work related 
babes or dudes that you're trying to get with, you have to start at work thing, bring it to non-work thing. Inside the walls. So you got to get outside of the work hang. Beyond the cubicle. You got to get beyond the cubicle. You got to <laughs> you got to get outside the cube. That's okay? It. You got you got to take so you got to have fun with these girls during these block parties or whatever the group hang yeah, is. Yeah. And then say, "Hey, I'm going to another bar. There's another bar with music. That's There's another it. place with this." And see who's traveling. Because some girls will be like, nah, I got to wake up early, I got to go. And then one chick will be like, you know what? I'm having fun with you here. I want to see what fun is like in the real world with you. Because there's work world that's fake, and then there's real world that's like, all right, let's see how you do otherwise. And also, there's not the the eyes of the office. That's And the beauty of his situation, you could call being in another department a disadvantage. Oh, he doesn't get to see them, but be the fun guy from the other yeah. department. Oh, yeah, I've worked with these guys all day, but what was that guy yeah, about? Yeah, that, that guy's... In, different departments are great. That's the move if you're going to hook up at Ethan work. Ethan from accounting. Ethan from accounting. <laughs> yeah, I, it's so Ethan. But also, it's move away from... Because yep. interns are really... When you have interns at work, they're really... They're kind of like uh, the court jesters. Yes. We're just watching them for our own. You're bringing life into the workplace that wasn't there all year. You're there to break it up. So everyone really is just wanting to see you guys fuck up and be weird and be stupid and be young and complain about you and talk about your hookups because everyone else is married and miserable. Right. Right. Okay, and everyone else's life has moved on from that section, so they want to watch you like they're watching an episode of The Office. Exactly. It's like the so, little real world in their office. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to get away from that. Yeah. Because let them be, you know, be fun guy at, at, at that block party. Let them say, oh, I love hanging out with you, whatever. And then you take, you know, you don't let them, you, you give them the, the, you give them the prime time look, take late night. Somewhere else. Now we're talking. Now we're Take talking. Take the late night show. Yep. You know, HBO. They got to pay more for that. Yeah. JTrainPodcast yeah. at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, I like this one. Drunk Me is a drunk call MacGyver. Dear Papa JT. Papa JTrain. Love the podcast. Helps me through my summer shitty summer internship. Enough ball feathering down to the issue. I broke up with my girlfriend of about two years, five months ago. So he is singy. I'm loving the single life and being back in the hunt. My problem is when I'm super drunk, my blackout self alter ego takes over and keeps drunk texting, calling my ex. Mm. I don't want to get back with her. I just know I can get laid with her anytime when I strike out at the bars. I've deleted her number, but somehow I always uh, seem to find a way to contact Ella. Somehow. Somehow. Magically. Oh, he's memorized it. I woke up in her bed the other night after being blacked out and asked how I contacted her, and she said, Facebook. I Facebook <laughs> called her. I didn't even know you could call over Facebook. <laughs> what the fuck is a Facebook call? <laughs> didn't even know that existed. He said, same. Uh, somehow my blackout self is better with tech than my sober self. <laughs> Please provide me with your Jew wisdom. I love the fact that she was like, oh, call over Facebook. I'm still going to fuck up. I'm still going <laughs> to. Isn't that ridiculous? Like, she didn't like have any moment where she's like, I don't know. This guy's out of control. It's over. He's calling me over Facebook. There was a one moment where she was like, oh, maybe this isn't someone that wants to really be with me. 
Why is it like he's, he's gonna move to Antarctica yeah. and just like just get drunk and like rent a boat? And drive? <laughs> I, I just imagine like this girl is so willing and able that right. like he could send a, a carrier pigeon, right. and she'd be like, "Oh, the carrier pigeon came. This is strange, but oh yeah, I'll fuck him." It's my assistant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his new assistant. What would, what would you? How does he stop this cycle? I don't know how you stop that cycle, man. When you're doing it blackout drunk and you're still finding a way. I just think we have to harness his abilities for good. I mean, he can yeah. do some, make some real change we in the get, world. Get, get, he's, a, <laughs> he's our great communicator. Yeah, exactly. He could be, you know, in Congress helping bring people together. Let's and get shit. him hammered and send him to the Middle East. There and- we go. And <laughs> fucking figure out this Israel-Palestine shit. What do you What do you think? I don't know, man. I mean, if you've, if you've already blocked yourself, you've cut yourself off, and you're still fine. <laughs> and you're still finding it ways. It reminds me of, like, you ever been, like, especially in another city, and they're going to shut down the bars and it's last call, and, yeah. you, and you don't even need another drink. You just want to see if you can get one. Yes. That's, I get into this mode where it's like, how can I find another drink at this hour? How do I hit Yeah. They, don't even want it. Don't even need it. Just... I'm already drunk. Yeah. Don't need it. Don't have a need for it. Yeah. And and the problem with his situation is he's going out to the bars being like, well, there's someone I can fuck, so I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Like, he's not even putting himself out there to be single, probably. But he's that's a, a good question. Do you think he still likes it? Do you think he's... I mean, that's... It, cause it I, think, I think he's looking for easy solutions. Yeah. At the end and of the I, night. At it, the end of the night, he's like, ah, you know, I don't want to be alone. He was comfortable. I'm lonely. I think his, his move should be to go to some dates. Yeah. He's single. I know he's single, but, like, go on a date... That gets you texting someone else. Yeah, yeah. You need a- someone else on your mind. You need something new to hunt. Yeah. Because right now, you're not really hunting. You're right. going out and being like, yeah, but I got this sh- fucking... Right. I got deer in the fridge. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got deer back in the <laughs> fridge the right fridge. now, and he's got to concentrate on some new, well, livelier deer. Nor are you moving on. If you keep doing that, you have, yeah. you're not moving on at and all. It is guy or girl advice, too. Like, a girl, same situation. You yeah. call the guy... You know, why don't you start going? It's all forward motion. That's really yeah. what you need to do. It's 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 getting in the groove of meeting new people. Yeah. And yeah. getting those reps. Because right. when you're meeting new people, and get on an app. Right. So that at least you're, you know, it's like I've said it on this before. You, you got you, you to go play in traffic if you want to get hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now, he's not playing. He's, he's sitting there waiting across the street. It, well, exactly. And if he's ending the night blackout drunk, he's probably not working that hard at meeting anyone new when he's out. Sounds like he's just going out drinking with the boys. Absolutely. Calling her again. Facebook or <laughs> J Train on MySpace. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Summer, Michael Somerville at Somerville Pun, Puns. Uh, let's, do, let's do a lady, right? Let's find one. See if we got one. <laughs> the women aren't flocking to you for advice. Man. We get we get a lot there of women go. emails, but we did a lot on some of those bonus episodes. Oh, nice! I like this one. Seducing my tennis pro. Hello. Do we have Do we have music? Oh, Shelby, his first time playing the music. <laughs> dear Abba, dear Abba, that's Dad in Hebrew for all you goys. P.S. What are your thoughts on daddy train? Daddy train. Ooh, daddy train. They want to call you daddy train? Daddy train. I, I could get used to it, but... Let's hear the letter first. Lady listener here. Cue the music, band Sam. This is from a little bit back. I've listened for years, and only, and only now do I have a dilemma. I feel worthy of your ears. I'm home for the summer in my boring East Coast town. Every summer at my country club. This is very... This is the most J-Train email ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> she I'm starts old, off I'm with bored, Dear Abba, <laughs> Hebrew for dad. Then I'm home for the summer in my boring East Coast town. Every summer at my country club, <laughs> a college student becomes the assistant tennis pro. My mom, a classic Jewish mother on the hunt for her daughter's match, informed me that this summer's pro is a NJB. Nice Jewish boy. <laughs> Usually she thinks I'd somehow be somehow be interested in the nerdiest guys I would ever consider, so I thought nothing of the guy until I met him. And Jesus Christ was my mother right. <laughs> he actually is super hot, foreign, and really nice. To my calculations, a seven nine eight. Face body personality, seven nine eight. Okay. Question is, how do I seduce him? when we're constantly surrounded by my parents and other adults. I go to all his tennis lessons, but my mom always comes with. She puts an unhappy face. I'm starting to think she's into him, too. (laughs) I mean, Jewish moms love a young Jewish guy. Not even, she doesn't want to, she's not into him, but she just likes, Likes she's in the game. Likes the game. Yeah, she just likes that she's being, you know, there's a tension. Being around it. Yeah, and he's, you know, her mom would have agreed. Yeah, yeah. You know, her her dead mom right. <laughs> would have fucking been like into it too. Um, I wear slutty tennis skirts, but I feel like I'm also competing with all the moms. These housewives that flirt with them are so skinny that I wonder how they ever even gave birth. Whereas my doctor claims that I have perfect birthing hips. <laughs> AKA, if this guy were you, Jared. I'd have his ideal body type, but who knows what he's into. We've had a very superficial conversations with my parents present. So aside from eye contact and smiling uh, here, are, here and there, there isn't much more room for flirting, especially because my parents think of me as their innocent little angel. He's at the club every day, and I, I usually, uh, I'm usually there a couple times a week. I'm considering asking for a private lessons, but I'm worried he'll think I'm solely interested in improving my tennis game, and it'll all be business. How do I let him know that I'm down? I kind of feel bad for him because there aren't many kids our age at the club and he isn't from here. If Yeah, she feels bad for his dick. <laughs> she doesn't feel bad for <laughs> If we were in my college's city, then I would uh, definitely offer to give him a tour or take him out. But like I said, my town is nondescript, and last year I stopped going to high, uh, to high school friends' parties, so it's not like I can invite him to those. One last bit of relevant information is that my parents are only semi-close with his host family, so it'd be super suspicious if I'd ask ask him uh, ask them over for dinner or something. Please help train. I need some hot foreign dick. <laughs> oh man, man! After all that, she's. I think she's a little bit young because she writes. If I was older, I would come to New York to seduce you too. Do you really have no interest in younger girls? I, I don't know. She sounds. Well, that was Young-ish. my first question. Is she home from college? She's home from college. Okay. I'm home from somewhere from my boring east, in my boring East Coast town. So okay, I so she's 19 to 22. Has to be. Yeah, we'll we'll assume that for the email's okay. purposes. Um, what do you think? <laughs> How does she get this foreign Jewish dick? This is t- <laughs> that's, that's a, has she, never a question I've pondered for myself. FJD. But, <laughs> I've never had this particular issue. Uh, uh, I will say this: if the guy, if the guy's here for the summer, and he sounds like he's a good-looking, heck of a catch, yeah. the whole thing, personality, he, he's he's used to this. It's not. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be the first woman who's been interested or approached him, or you know, it sounds like his lifestyle. Probably he's seen this before. He's around women. He's around women looking to fix him up, especially if he's Jewish. He's used to the Jewish women doing this. Um, but you know what translates across the world? Blowjobs. 
That's that's a language we all speak. It's the universal language. That is the universal language. So wherever he's from, yeah, I got a feeling he likes a good blowjob. I got, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Just you know, you're not a tennis pro. But I'm not you a tennis pro. You, but I'm guessing. But I'm guessing this guy enjoys a blowjob every now and again. So I think like if you're. The situation she's in is very specific, but it's also something we've all been around. You know, you're with your family and you want to like you see someone that's like interesting to you. And you're like, fuck, I got to I got to turn into college me in front of my mom. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I got to turn into fuck, you know, fuck train. Right. You know, right. Like I, you know I got I to I show my parents, you know, and it's kind of weird, you know, yeah. like, you, you know, you are yourself around your parents for the most part. But like there are things you keep. You know, you try to be subtle with it. You wouldn't be as subtle with with them not watching. Absolutely. Especially older people. I think the private lessons aren't a bad idea. I don't think so at all. Yeah. No, she's too worried about how a girl would look at this. A guy is like private lessons. Absolutely. We're not thinking, man. Yeah, we're not thinking, man. She's getting ready for Wimbledon. Right, 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 right. She really (laughs) wants to improve her game. No, we're like we're thinking. I'm going to do my job plus. It's how do I get blown? Finally, a chance to yeah to talk to her alone and be a kid Absolutely. with her. So I think the private lesson is a good road. I think it is. I think it's also, I think also a good road is to say to him, "Hey, um, I don't. I know there's a lot of older play the. You know, she's talking Absolutely. about all the older women. Play your age to your advantage. Yeah, he doesn't want to go hang out with older women. Like mm-hmm. I, I, you know, as much as that's the fantasy or whatever the porno that you want to think that exists. Right. He wants to fucking hang out with people. Right. Probably so if wants you to say, have some fun. Have some fun. He wants to blow some steam. He wants to get away from work. Exactly. So if you said to him, hey, um, I know you're here for the summer. You don't know a lot of people. My friends and I are going out this weekend. Exactly. Uh, take my number. If you want to go and see what the town is like, you're more than welcome to join us. Right, right. Give him the escape from job. Yeah, that's how you play it. Hey, I know that you're like kind of stuck around all these old bitches. Right. Right. These old skinny hags right. at this country club. And you know, throw them under the bus. You want to see a real party? You want to, <laughs> Yeah. Come with me. Hey, my friends and I are doing this this weekend. Right. I know you work a lot here, but you must want to get away from He wants to get away from that, and he wants to get blown. Those are two things I know about this guy. That's yes. Having so, not even met him, and, we know those things. <laughs> we know those things. So <laughs> offer the first thing to get him to the second thing. Right. And I think you're right. I think that we got- like Sorry to interrupt, but this is a lot like the work thing. Yeah. Get him away from the work. Get them out of there. But go ahead. Exactly. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, you, the private lesson makes sense because the point is you have to get them alone in some sense. She sounds yes. like she can't get away from her mom and everyone else. You got to get them alone. I think this, that's a wise investment for 30 minutes to flirt a bit, see if he's getting it back. And then from there, she also sounds like she has an issue with the whole, like, the town's going to know it's a small town. He's staying with these people. Well, that you just got to throw your hands Who up. Who cares? Now, this is dirty yeah. dancing. He's going back. You. He's going back to Israel soon. Yeah, unless you're, you're cool. going to wear a fake mustache and pretend you're from out of town. I mean, he's you know, people know who you are. <laughs> J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. Speaking of uh, blowjobs, Adam and Eve. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time. You'll only get you'll get fifty percent just about any item. When you select your one item at fifty percent off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it off, they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Go to adamandeve.com. Use code J Train. That's J Train. That's J Train. Use code J Train at adamandeve.com. That's J Train. J T R A I N at adamandeve.com. Code J Train at adamandeve.com. Fifty percent off just about any item. So listen. Go get it. 
Michael Somerville at Somerville Puns. We'll do one more, then we'll do some news and hypotheticals. That's good. Up. Always great to have you here. Oh, I love being here, man. Hell, uh, we're solving problems. Let's do strange barrier, urgent, help my sex life, the male equivalent to girls faking an orgasm. Any of those sound interesting to you? All of them. (laughs) Fake IDs 101, help me bang my neighbor. (laughs) World's hardest question. Wow. Wow. It's almost like... Oh, no, this is... uh, It's a hypothetical. Post-breakup etiquette. What do you think? Any of those? I mean, the world's hardest question, is that a real thing? No. Okay. Urgent. I solve life's worst problem for you. Picks of hot girl question. Let's save that for after. (laughs) (laughs) There's no picks. Oh, there's no picks? Fuck that, too. Let's do... Let's do this one. I I like... uh, Help my sex life. All right. What up, LL Cool J Train? Long time listener here. I need some advice. I'm 24, and I just moved into my first home with my soon-to-be wife and my six-year-old son. Damn. Holy shit. Starting this guy's young. life comes at you fast. <laughs> when we moved in, I thought, damn, we're going to have some sex all the time now. But now that I think about it, I'm kind of scared that we're going to get bored of it or might lose interest in it. What can I do to avoid this situation? I don't want to set uh, set days for when to do it or not because that turns it into a routine and those, lose the special feeling feeling of it. Do we involve swinging? Do we involve toys, porn? I don't know. Please help. This is a very... How do you take care of your child? Well, how, <laughs> who has a six-year-old has this much time to be yeah, just was... swinging? And... <laughs> I might want to feed the kid. It's a strange email. Yeah, he's 24 and he already has a six-year-old kid. Six-year-old kid. Moved Do the math get... on that. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but anybody I have that's that I already got a kid. It's not like they're they're having that much sex that they're getting sick of it already. Yeah, having it, a kid's kind of a job. It's a job. Also, like, I listen. Good for him. He's got his first home. He's there with the wife. I think just taking a night together away from the child is like sexy enough that'll get you to have sex. You know, like I, I don't right. think I think like going out, like especially in relationships, whenever I've been in a relationship, the fun part is to go and do stuff together that gets yeah. you to the sex later. You know, to have it, to have a, a like a momentum that leads to it. To have it out, because when when you're in a relationship, sex is there for you. Yeah. That's, a, you know, that's part, part of, of the, the deal. Contract, yeah. <laughs> so my advice to him is, you know, keep it away from you for a night. Right. Go to places that you couldn't have sex so that when you come home, that is more passionate and loving and fun. Doesn't sound like a bad idea for someone who has already got a, had a kid when he was 18. Maybe yeah. a little less sex is a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Let's do one more, because that was a strange barrier. Papa JT, been listening since the beginning, and as a sales guy that is always on the road, I will always have you on the car. Now, here's my dilemma. As a 24-year-old, I've run into an issue with trying to build relationships with girls, and that they and it's that they put a presumption on me that I'm a player while I've been lucky at pound town. I wouldn't necessarily put that image on myself. It always seems to be an issue whenever I try to get serious. I know this isn't the most go to on, uh, most to go on, but any advice would be appreciated. How do you lose that player title? You know, that's, that's not the first time I've heard this too. It's yeah. just like, yeah, because if you're, even if you're just a nice, like personable guy, mm. 
I feel like women sometimes go to that a little quickly. Like, yeah. oh, you're a nice guy, and you're nice to everyone, and you're just... Fl- yeah, what if you're just a nice guy? Why, why does it make me a player all of a sudden? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you probably hear this, don't you? I get, um, because you're yeah. such an affable, friendly, social I, guy. And also, like, you know, I reveal a lot yeah. on this show. So, like, I've dated girls who have, like, listened. Right. And because I'm answering these questions, you know, you get so many questions here that are like, how do I fuck? How do I, you right. know, this? How do I that? And, and I'm just answering because this is how I would play it. Right. I, I'm no expert, but I'm, you know, I'm here to play the game. Right. This is the, this is the point of the show. Right. So then I'll get called. Oh well, how do you, how do you know, or whatever? And it's like, I, I think the only way, I mean, the only way to change someone's opinion on you is with experience and with, you know, actually, right, doing the things that you say you are. You can't say. You know, it's like when someone's like, trust me. Right, right. You never trust a guy who says, trust me. Right, right. You know, but it's but, but for this guy. Show me I should. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, our, the one thing I'll say, and when I'm in a relationship, when I'm happy in the relationship, I know I'm not doing certain things. That's, you know, following new new random hot chicks on Instagram. Like, <laughs> like you know, like I'm not liking a bunch of pictures in a row. Like, <laughs> I'm stopping a lot of that stuff right. that I was doing in my hunt game. Right. Right. So he has to be a little more honest with himself. Is he acting as a guy who's looking to be with this girl or is he just looking to prove something to this girl while not really being that person? That's a great point. Yeah. You know? What what are you really? What are you? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Are you doing things that I mean like that's not weird and then they are weird? Right. Right. You know, maybe you're wrong. That's the thing and I do that too. I'll be with girls and as I'm with the girl I'm like still acting like someone who's out there and right. I'm like Maybe I just don't like this girl that much. Right, right. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm just not into what is in front of me. Because when you do are into something, you fucking do it. You that's- don't. You put away all that other kind of like uh, all that kind of player shit. To your point, I was out with a girl that I kept saying I liked last week. Mm-hmm. And we're having a drink, and I was on the rose, like I like this girl, blah blah blah. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. My phone is on the table, face up, and as we're sitting there chatting close. <laughs> it comes up new Tinder match. You have a new Tinder yeah. match, and it's just right in front of both of us. <laughs> it's just like, and it was this horrible moment because not only did she see it, but it was also to your point. I was yeah. like, oh wow, I'm still like I'm searching s- this area. Mm-hmm. Like that told me what I needed to know about myself. Yes. Like yeah, I said a lot of nice things to this girl. The truth is, I want to know who that is. That match. I, 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 there <laughs> it is. That's I mean that's the truth. Yeah, and it's like, it, and I, listen, all my friends are guys just like you and I. No, they're out. They were out there. They were out, you know, looking for chicks and wanting to fucking get with the hottest girls or, you know, wanted to tell stories. And what happened to all of them? They all got married. Mm-hmm. They all had kids. They're all in loving relationships. They're all moving on to those pieces of life. So everyone will. So you have to say to yourself, okay, maybe this isn't the right thing if I'm still playing those games. Right. Right. Exactly. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Michael Somerville, always a pleasure, my man. Dude, I love being here. Thanks for having me. This is the best. Uh, At Somerville Puns, go follow him on Twitter. He's got a web series. Season two is coming out. So very exciting, How to Blank a Man. Um, And uh, tonight, I'll be hosting for him at Caroline. So Tuesday night, 7.30. Big time. Let's do it. Uh, We'll be right back with Hypotheticals in the News. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Mr. Somerville, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So happy to have you at Somerville Puns on Twitter. 
Go follow him. Support him. So funny. So funny. Uh, and with his inaugural debut, is that the same word twice? Kind of the same idea? It works. Shelby, class at Classic Shelb. Yes. What brought you to that Twitter handle, the Classic Shelb? It was a internship thing. Okay. When I was on the radio that like another younger intern, every time I would make a joke, she would say like classic show. Oh, <laughs> so it's exactly what I thought it was. And everybody, everybody saw like that really annoyed me. So they kept going it. So then I tried to own it. So. That is, that's pretty classic. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to the show at classic Shelb. Go follow him, support him. Let's do some hypotheticals. Ready? Okay. Let's do this one. Ready? J train. First off, I want to say that I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I recommend it to all my friends. We can't wait to see you perform in Boston in a couple weeks. Thank you very much. I'll see you in Boston, June 22nd through 24th. Get your tickets now. LaughBoston.com. Get those tickets now because maybe they'll run out. What if I sell out every show? Oh, damn. What if? I wouldn't be surprised. It happens. It happens. Should happen. It should happen. Classic Shelb. Classic Shelb. (laughs) Enough of the feathering. I have a hypothetical for you. Would you rather always have to say what's on your mind? This includes during sex, at work, conversation with your family, etc., or never be able to speak again. On one hand, any random thought you have, whether it be a criticism of someone around you or something really embarrassing, you'll have to verbalize it, which could get you into trouble. On the other hand, you'll have to come up with some alternative form of communication. Carry a notepad with you and learn sign language or get one of those computer things that will say uh, what you type out loud. Uh, Interested to see your thoughts on this one. Keep up the great work. What do you guys think? I'll say everything. You kidding me? We're in the business of communication. I know. You would explode if you couldn't talk. I know. I really would. Like you, your face would be bright red. Right? Yeah. And being able to just be truthful with everyone, I think your life would be simpler. It would It would get the people you really don't want to hang out with yeah. out of your life. It would be real. Yeah. What do you think, Shelby? I would go silence. Silence. <laughs> yeah. Silence. I'm just annoyed with everybody. So, so you would you would say too much. I'd Good be, to know. I'd be murdered. you sitting here through the whole podcast. In the first two days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going with saying whatever's on my mind because yeah. it would get rid of... We... There's a lot of time... We're, we're running with... We're not streamlining lining our lives. We're doing a no. lot of shit just to de- not deal with shit. Totally. It's like when you're in an Uber and you just go along with whatever the driver says. Right. It's because you don't want to fucking rock the boat. You don't want to get where you're going. Right. Just get That's me how we live life. Right. So that maybe said, we it's do a- live in New York City. We, this we, is we true. need to be careful. We got to be careful. But I'm saying <laughs> if you said everything that came to mind, maybe some of those people that you're keeping in life that you really shouldn't have in life would be out. Be gone. That, I think so, so. I'm going with saying whatever's on my mind. There's some big guy on the train today on the way here who was clipping his That's the fingernails. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, this fucking idiot. That's disgusting. <laughs> I wouldn't have even made it here. You, <laughs> you think this idiot is disgusting would have gotten you killed? Just that? I would've, no, I would've, it would have been worse than that in my mind. Get, get yeah. a load of this asshole. It's, it's funny when Shelby has the chance to say whatever's on his mind on a podcast with no limitations. You didn't yeah. even say it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's do uh let's do one news item before we go there's some trouble in paradise <laughs> the bachelor in paradise i gotta say shelby i love how you're bringing news stories up i, I like that there's like a little you know a like a headline this is great breaking breaking <laughs> bachelor in paradise season four it's not happening it's shut down really because uh I had heard this. I, I knew about this. Uh, so what? basically the story goes, 
that they've sent everyone home, right? They were in Mexico. They just started. First day of production. Uh, you you know Demario? Demario was just on this most recent se- uh, season. He, he's, he was just kicked off of The Bachelor with Rachel. And do you know Corinne? Oh, we know Corinne. She's like one of the more famous Bachelor contestants. And she was on two seasons ago for Nick Vial's season, and she was very entertaining. Apparently... First day of production, they both got a little drunk. Mm-hmm. This is all allegedly. Okay. Corinne came up to DeMario and kissed him. Mm. Both got in the pool where they got naked, and uh, apparently it got a little raunchy. And now a producer who witnessed the hookup didn't show up for work and is uh, allegedly suing the production. Yeah, this is... <laughs> so they sent everyone home. And then, well, there's also a more serious side of this. They're saying that, like, you know, was she too drunk to consent? Ever, like, yeah. And there's, oh, like, all that type of talk. Geez. First of all, I'll, I'll give a few opinions. Have you ever seen Bachelor in Paradise? No. Okay, have you, Shelby? I have not. I've watched it a couple times, and people always are saying to me, you got Because they know I'm a fan of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah. I live tweet it. Um, I watch that show because of you. Thank you. I, I'm a very big fan of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, I don't like. Right. And I don't like it for this reason. I like my reality to be a little reality. I don't like my reality shows when you know that they're... And people are going to say, that, oh, what are you talking about? I, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, the people that go on, yes, they're playing up parts, but there are real moments in those played up parts, okay? Right. At least they are in this game where they look ridiculous and they are... 40 men, 40 women going, trying to have sex with one man or one woman. Like, <laughs> that is ridiculous and fun. And the people that would go that are on that show are a little nutty. <laughs> right. The problem, Bachelor in Paradise, is there's an acknowledgement of their nuttiness and they play it up. Now they're in on the joke somehow. Uh, and I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. They're not comedians. They're yeah. just fucking, they're, they're, you know, they're there. We're there to watch the fire burn. Right. I don't need them. Uh, being like, oh, I'm on the fire now. Like, I don't need them in on the joke. Right, right. They are the joke. Right, That's why I love be... The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Yes. <laughs> you're watching, you know, people in doing things, you know, that that imitate kind of the dumb things that we do right. when we try you to get with You make the joke, though. Not yeah, that, I'm yeah. the jokester. <laughs> Assholes. The I'm the one that's making fun of you. Don't make fun of yourself. Yeah. I don't want this, like, because you see the, in the opening credits last season, they're, like, all doing, the, like, fun opening credits. Like, no. Yeah. No, you idiots. Right. You get your Instagram account, get your T sponsorship, and we make fun of you. Yes, yeah, exactly. So that's why Bachelor in Paradise always pisses me, piss me off, and I'm happy it got shut down. I'm not happy to hear, you know, with the sexual misconduct, we hope that that's, you know, not true, or we hope that that's taken care of in whatever way it's taken care of. But I will say, it's also not surprising the whole show is basically musical chairs for fucking. <laughs> That's what the premise of the show is. They, they, there's one person. They all say, you know, they all match up together, right. and then whoever's left out without a vagina or a dick is out. Is that right? And then they send them home and bring in a new person. <laughs> so it's a fun show concept, but right. I like don't a like game show. Almost. It's like a game show, and it's like I, you know, like Evan, the one dude from a couple seasons ago. Yeah. He was like kind of like. He was kind of like a a fat, real feminine guy. Right. So he comes on now. He's like ten times more feminine. You know, like it's, uh, it's right. just like enough. Right. I don't need you Playing know. Let, character. Yeah. Don't play a character of the character that you are. Yeah. Yeah. Where on The Bachelor, it's like they don't realize what they are until we tell them <laughs> why they're such fucking weirdo, crazy people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. So. Booze 
a pool and someone named Demario is just asking for trouble. Uh, wow. Shelby goes racial right. in his first episode on the I've J Train podcast. I've never seen him. He could be. What do you think? He's a, he's Czech? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I Well, Demario was kind of a character from this. She, he was just on the show. And then his girlfriend showed up that he like moved out with to oh. come on the show. So then she flew cross country to go show up and like call him out on it. So he's like a player of sorts. So like right. it, it's not surprising that, and especially Corinne, she was basically, there's one scene where she's like trying to give a guy, give a Nick head in one of the scenes. Like they go like, oh you my. Know, they play like the, the sounds from going on in the bedroom. So like none of this is a surprise from both of them. Right. Right. But also it's what they do. It's, this is what they do. So, <laughs> Michael Somerville, thank you for coming on. Cheers, baby. Thank you. At Somerville Puns, great to have you here. Always a pleasure. Classic Shelb. Yep. Welcome to the show. Thank at you. Classic Shelb on Twitter. Uh, go follow him, support him. I'm Jared Freed. Every Tuesday and Friday, JTrain56 at Jared Freed on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom! This has been a Stand Up Labs production. Powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.